Assalamu alaikum. It's day 25 of the Ramadan series on Tazkirah, self-purification. Let's begin. Garden of lasting bliss, graced with flowing streams, and there they will stay. Such is the reward of those who purify themselves. Surah Taha, verse 76. And that's the whole aim of this Ramadan series, is to learn about purification and so that we can get the gardens of lasting bliss inshallah. So bismillah. So we talked we've already talked about like worship and obedience. But it's not enough to just worship or obey Allah. There's actually another component that's quite important to that. And that's love. Yep, love. Love for Allah. Just like you do things for the people that you love. Our worship, our obedience, it stems from our love for Allah. Our love for Him shouldn't be, should, sorry, our love for Him should be the greatest love. Every other like material or personal love or possession doesn't compare to the love that we have for Allah. And there's actually like a, you could say, standard that's set in the Quran in Surah Tawbah, verse 24. Say, O Prophet, if your parents and children and siblings and spouses and extended family and the wealth you have acquired and the trade you feel will decline and the homes you cherish, if all of these are more beloved to you than Allah and his messenger and struggling in his way, then wait until Allah brings out about his will. Allah does not guide the rebellious people. So the tafsir for this actual verse, it states that this was revealed at a time when some people did not migrate from Mecca when it was actually made obligatory. So their love for their family, their property, their wealth, all those loves stopped them from following their obligation to migrate. And so this verse reminds us of those people that who, despite this command for migration, chose a temporary world, chose temporary materials. So they chose family, relationships, wealth, property. But migrating, following Allah's command, was surely better for their souls and hereafter. It might seem strange to some people to love Allah, even though we've like never actually met him or seen him. But in the same category, we can say that we love our bodies, as in our organs, our brain, our heart, even though we may never actually see them. So we understand that we benefit from many things in this world, and we recognize that these are all favors from Allah, and that Allah can take any blessing away at any time. So knowing that Allah has blessed us fills our hearts with both gratitude and love for Allah. Yeah, we can't say Allah, but we can see Allah's magnificence, His glory, His mercy, and what He has created in His creations, in nature, in the sky, in the sunset, the sunrise, the mountains, the trees. His signs are everywhere and in everything. We just have to look. There may be people who say, I love Allah, but Allah doesn't love me. Or, I love Allah, but look, Allah hasn't blessed me with much. But actually... We know that Allah gives his servants as a way to see if they 
they're grateful for the, what Allah has provided or if they're arrogant. And Allah tests our perseverance, our patience in so many ways. And so we we can't say that Allah doesn't love us. Imam Ibn Qayyim actually suggested that there's a few ways of developing true love for Allah. And so I'll list them now. Number one is reflecting and studying the Quran. So the Quran is basically Allah's words, right? And so that is one way for us to develop true love for Allah by listening to Allah's words, by reflecting on them, by reading them, by studying the Quran. Number two is remembering Allah constantly. So when you look out at nature, when you look at your hands, when you just basically look using your eyes, these are all signs of Allah and that's how you remember Allah. Number three is striving to follow Allah's commands. So Allah has prescribed for us, um, for example, fasting, praying, and we should strive to follow these commands to develop true love for Allah. Number four is studying Allah's names and attributes. So another shameless plug is that I did a 99 Names of Allah Ramadan series last year. It's on the podcast. You can listen to it, learn about Allah's names, his attributes, and that should inshallah help you just learning about why Allah is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. And then we have number five, which is reflecting on Allah's favors and blessings. So again, reflecting on if you've got hands, reflecting on how what a blessing that is to have hands. If you've got ears, eyes, if you've got a house to live in, if you've got a car, if, you, if you've got just basically anything, just reflecting on these and being grateful for them can grow your love for Allah. Number six is through supplication. So through doing dua, through supplicating for the blessings that you have, for supplicating for Allah's forgiveness, this helps you develop love for Allah as well. Number seven is engaging in acts of worship, both obligatory and voluntary. So again, when we pray, this can help us develop a beautiful, loving relationship with Allah. Number eight is surrounding yourself with company that loves Allah. I mean, it's simple, right? If you're surrounded by people who constantly remember Allah, who love Allah, who make you love Allah, then that as well helps you develop a beautiful, loving relationship with Allah. Number nine is avoiding actions that cause a barrier between us and Allah. So we know that there are many things, many um, prohibitions that we should avoid, things that we should avoid saying or doing, because that can create like this barrier between us and Allah. And so we want to create, we don't want a barrier. We want to love Allah. And lastly, number 10 is following the sunnah. So Rasulullah he was a messenger, he was a prophet, he was sent as that from Allah. So by following what the Prophet has said, we are obeying Allah and we are growing that love for Allah and the Messenger. And there's actually this verse, Say, O Prophet, if you sincerely love Allah, then follow me. Allah will love you and forgive your sins, for Allah is all-forgiving, most merciful. Surah Al-Imran, verse 31. So again, this is a beautiful verse because it's it's saying that if we love Allah, if we sincerely love Allah, then we should follow in the footsteps of the Prophet. And thereafter, Allah will love us and forgive our sins. So not only will we gain Allah's love, but we will get our sins forgiven. SubhanAllah. So today's moment to reflect is upon hearing those 10 steps or ways of developing true love for Allah, which ones do you think you actually already do? Which ones do you think you need to work on, you want to 
develop, you want to include in your daily life to embody. So for the, today's moment to reflect, choose one to two of them and focus on applying them to your daily life. Try and increase in dhikr if that's what you want to do or read the Quran. Learn to love Allah wholeheartedly and sincerely. So now for dua, Allahumma inni as'alaka hubbuk wa hubbu man yuhibbuk wa hubbu amalan yaqrubu ila hubbuk. Oh Allah, in our moments, oh sorry, oh Allah, I ask you for your love and the love of those who love you and for the love of every action which will bring me closer to your love. Oh Allah, in our moments of pain, happiness, despair, sorrow, worry, fear, or joy, allow us to remember you and to continue to love you. Ameen. And as always, anything incorrect is from myself and all good is from Allah. So forgive me for my shortcomings. Alhamdulillah, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika, shadwana la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.